0: The Desert Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda.
1: My guest tonight is Nana Kagali. Kaga. But I think we might have more names. No, but I doubt. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <good>. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Um, I, we've worked together, but I've never interviewed you.
2: That is very true. Yes. And uh, there's a reason for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> on your part, on mine? I don't, I don't, even, know. I don't even know. Okay, Twitter says is Desert Island Discs um, is, 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 you know, just a good way for people to get to know you. That might sound a bit scary. Because <laughs> it might sound like you, you need to be a certain way. No,
2: no. The scary part is for them. Okay. Do they really want are to know prepared? me? Are, are they prepared? for the, you know, the beautiful mess that (laughs) I...
1: (laughs) And I would say, you know when they say this is what I would tell my listeners for this evening, (laughs) because she, being a creative, she's larger than life on and off screen. (laughs) So it's going to be interesting. I know bits and and pieces of of your story, because of proximity, we've worked together, we've been around each other, but I'm also going to enjoy this, because I'm probably going to get to know you better now. Yes, don't worry.
2: Uh, I wasn't told all of this when you <laughs> no, 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 we're going to have a good time. I know, I, I know. I like
1: to ask my listeners to go anywhere in their childhood. Pick, yes. pick wherever, drop us there and let's start the story there.
2: Okay, so we had guests at home one night for dinner. And uh, it was uh, when we still lived in Masaja Sabara. And it. It
1: of back in the day, not,
2: uh, well, not, as we not, know, it not this be. one, not mm. this bougie uh, new Kololo. Mm, mm. It was actually a beautiful time okay. in my childhood. And we had guests. Mm. And I remember jumping onto the table, they were playing some music, and the adults were dancing. And I remember thinking to myself, they're not killing it. They're not. <laughs> I, I That's need not to dancing? N- n- mm. So I jumped in it and I started dancing. I think it was to Shalamwana. And the shock on everyone's faces because I was like kind of gyrating and doing all sorts. And my parents
1: didn't know whether to ask me to leave <laughs> or <laughs> apologize to that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but but was this you? Were you that kind of child?
2: I was. I was like literally anything to do with entertainment. Ah. I I think I always considered the world my stage. Right. So it's like <laughs> so that's literally when I knew that I was um destined for entertainment because Mm. in that moment even as a child I had purpose. And my purpose for that nate was to entertain. (laughs) (laughs) My dad looked with this look of do they think we're raising our children like Mm. this? And my mother was Slightly proud, slightly okay. embarrassed,
1: okay. but uh, yes, uh, yeah, it wasn't. Uh,
2: you've done well, but also mm.
1: <laughs> when you look at both your parents, now you've, of course, in hindsight, you've, you know your parents well. Now, uh, oh, who are you more like? Who are you gravitating towards? Oh my
2: god, it's the funniest thing physically. I do have a lot of my dad's features, okay. Uh, but my personality is definitely my mom, oh, uh, my mom, and I think a bit of my father, like. Oh, okay. Yeah, but for him, he's disciplined.
0: Mm. Yes,
2: but me and Mummy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> By the way, we're such good friends. <laughs> you go away, it's life leads. Oh, she
2: take it and then Mummy, no, mommy, we're like Bonnie and Clyde. Like, literally, it's 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 a bit scary when you meet both of us. Yeah, mm. so,
1: yeah. So, some time back, um, you were giving a speech. Yes. And you were talking about your relationship with your parents. Yes. And... I really can't I'll just paraphrase but I think it was something to do with when you were being raised daddy took care of of the mind and mom took care of the heart yes you seemed very honest about that. You like, yes.
2: Um. You know, when you're a child, I think that you think your parents are larger than life, aren't they? Oh, yes. Yeah. And, and I think that was the old school uh, mm. way of raising us where there was a bit of fear, a bit of respect, um, a bit of mystery about your parents. But um, my father was, I think he was scared for me. If I didn't have discipline, I think I'd end up somewhere Somewhere (laughs) else. (laughs) Either I'd end up running a prison gang or running Mm. a corporation. I think he preferred option number two. (laughs) (laughs) So he literally, I'm so appreciative of him now that I'm an adult Mm. because... A lot of who I am in my work mm-hmm. and the discipline comes from daddy. Right. Mommy was the one who was like, eh, coach." <laughs> you know, yeah, like mm. she's, and my mother's, um, you think I'm larger than life? My mother is five times larger than oh. life then. And those that know her, she's a legend, a legend. Mm. So um, there were very, very clear roles okay. at home. And uh growing up I used to think my father there were certain things he didn't want for me, but in a way he was steering me away from them until I was ready emotionally and mentally and physically to deal with, to deal
1: with it. Yeah. 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 Uh you are one of how many children?
2: Uh wait. <laughs> <laughs> no. Which way are we going? Are we talking Toto or Katiawo Katya Wow. Like two, three. Huh. Now yeah, what if I le- <laughs> I leave one out? Wait, wait, wait. And they say so wait before. God. Okay, uh, so technically right mm-hmm. now on paper I think we are ten. Okay. The ones we know about. We have not had any family functions. <laughs> Where's it
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Where said... Uh, Yes, we
2: have not had any adults walk in and say I am, I am, I am. Wait, no, I think we're 11. There you go. No, I think just round it off to a dozen. Okay. Okay, Okay. yes. So you might be 12. Technically... theoretically uh <laughs> legally i don't know it's my dad listen
1: <laughs> because he's one in trouble now yeah, uh, yeah uh, but no, you're not I, first born
2: no i'm oh. the problematic middle child oh yeah i know i know always feeling unloved and seeking attention mm. yeah
1: mm-hmm. yeah because they, they tend to be ignored yes you, yes you can get away with a lot uh
2: yeah, I do in a mm, way. I think my yes. siblings would vote that I get away with murder. Right? I think. Oh, yes!
0: <laughs> <laughs> wow! My wow, brother wow, can wow.
1: tell, Will tell you, oh my, no, you. When you're a kid and mm. you say I'm gravitating towards just being the life mm. of every situation, and, and mm. I'm a creative, and I just like life happening. Right. You you haven't defined that because your dad is retired, but he's an engineer. Yes. And mommy was.
2: Mommy was a domestic engineer.
1: There you go. Yeah, so both
2: engineers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Do you then, in such an environment, understand what the creative, as we know it now, is at that point when you're younger?
2: No, I knew that... um I loved crafting stories, physicalizing stories. I loved music. I loved the fact that I could escape into another world Mm -hmm. on a daily basis, which drove my parents crazy. But (laughs) for me, it was a beautiful thing. Um, But I didn't understand what that meant. Was it stage? Was it make-believe? No. Um, It was a fascinating thing. And my father, being an engineer, uh, realized early on that I was really good at math, chemistry, and physics. So I was also a scientist. And it frustrated him that… Two different worlds. Exactly. So apparently my brain can handle both. Yeah, both. So he felt that I was even better equipped to be an engineer. And he steered me towards that. Mm -hmm. And in a way, it made sense because it helped me get through life with life skills that a lot of people that are creatives lack. Mm. Like, you know, there's a corporate discipline you get by being... But then again, engineering is make-believe as well. Mm-hmm. Engineers are be- they're dreamers because mm-hmm. they literally create from, from nothing. nothing. Yeah. And so they'll put up a, an expressway from nothing, calculate mm-hmm. forces on them, mm-hmm. angles. Can you imagine that sort of creativity? Yeah. So I think my brain is not exactly left or right. It just sits in the middle depending <laughs> on which day. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yes. Monday, uh, what? Monday. Oh, Ooh. It also depends on which particular person I'm living as at wow. that moment. Wow. Yeah, yeah.
1: Wow, mm, wow.
2: Apparently, yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she did give you a disclaimer. The world doesn't understand her. <laughs> exactly.
2: And I am so grateful that all of you are listening today. So
1: hopefully I'm walking out of here with all of you having a clearer picture. of <laughs> Overwood. Oh, <laughs> I, I don't remember hearing much about your school. I, I heard about your university life your, yes. You know, when you were much older. Your, your younger days In school, and I, and I don't think I've heard oh, much about See,
2: that. I was a star pupil at uh, Kampala Kindergarten. Mm. Mm. I had lots of uh, coloring outside the box. Uh, apparently, <laughs> right. my teachers didn't understand why I couldn't stay within the lines. Mm. And me, um, yeah, I just liked the idea of pushing the boundaries. I would always, see. you know, just mm. spread red, yellow, blue all over the pepper to What is the reaction you're wow. going to get? So I was that child. And then um, I went on to Kitante. Chitante Primary School. I don't remember why I left, but my dad probably has a really good reason. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Are you one of those? Um, young people who went through like each year a school or each two years a school. No,
2: I think I was trying to find my tribe, as right. you know, the new generation yes. says how we say. Ah, uh, yes, mm-hmm. how you say it now as try and find my people, but my people just were not finding <laughs> In me. In <each> school, <laughs> <laughs> school, you went to
1: In you school, just didn't have my your people. people.
2: Were not listening to what I was telling them. Yes. So I think um, my father felt it for everyone's safety. That I moved school. <laughs>
1: right to my Until he also found your tribe. He's like, hey, let's eat like, one. For
2: real. And he put me in Kampala Parents, where I met uh, Mr. Edward Kasole. Mm-hmm. And between him and my dad, and my mom telling me I was awesome and telling me I was the perfect child, I think I developed a huge <laughs> ego. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's the most honest any of my guests have been in the first 15 minutes. On this show. I told you that. My,
2: I'm just like trying to get people to understand me.
1: Yeah, all right off the bat. So yes. let's start with your first choice. Oh we will judge you through your music as well. Just a heads up. Will
2: you? Okay, so <laughs> I want um, I'll Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Hmm. Reason being, it is my father's favorite, oh. and it's his
1: birthday today. Oh.
2: And literally, he would sing along, and it was really traumatic because a child. <laughs> I was about to say he would sing along. He too. would. Okay. And in a way, I don't know if he was disciplining <laughs> us, but
0: <laughs> to Whitney,
2: <laughs> you know, what? to Whitney. But it's his favorite song, so I okay. grew up with that always being. Every time I hear it. I it it just—I see my father oh, in his wow. elements. So, I happy birthday, Daddy! <laughs> you
0: should stay. I would only be in your way, so I'll go. But I. You need Desert Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda.
1: It's Desert Island Discs. We just came from the late Whitney Houston. And the song is I Will Always Love You. We all know that song. But for Nana Kaga, her household, it meant dad. (laughs) You heard the
2: song. Daddy. And then then it was funny because it was a message that he would sing to all of us, Mm. I think. You see, our father is the greatest father on the planet, I think. Everyone thinks that. But I truly, truly think... That my father is an amazing dad. Like, no, hands down. Wow. So there's certain things that I listen or I see. Mm. And I can feel him or see him mm. just there. So,
1: yes. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> That's Let's not good. get romantic. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, y- y- you sound like, even from the get-go, yes. whether it was your parents, whether they understood it or didn't, yes. they could see there was a uniqueness to you. There was something there. As much as you say, people were confused, put in understanding, but there was something there. I mean, you were brilliant at the sciences, but also you were great at arts. Yes. You know, you understood creativity. Yes. I'm, I'm intrigued on whether dad saw a chance. <laughs> Maybe in higher school to say, okay, maybe let's nurture something.
2: He just wanted me to have the best life I could. And remember back in the day, being a creative was nothing Mm -mm. to be celebrated. In fact, it was something that you beat out of your children, right? Um, But in a way, he never really beat it out of me in a sense. He just told me I could be anything I wanted to be. But it would be better to be a chemical engineer, you know? (laughs) (laughs) You can be Anything. Anything you want, but, but my darling daughter, you will be a great imagine. chemical engineer. So I went off to uni, did four years as a chemical engineer, mm-hmm. and then uh, became a petroleum engineer. And then uh, wrote beneath the lies, it's a whole, whole, whole mess. <laughs>
1: Where, how, at what point did we get to see on um, JAM
2: agenda? <sighs> okay, so again, that was mummy. That was mummy. Oh, so they're launching WBS, right? And yeah. um, apparently the were auditions. But uh, my mom knew Uncle Gordon. She calls him and says, for some reason, she was like, you know, I was back home uh, for uni holidays. Oh. And I think both of them agreed to put me to work because I could be extremely busy. You would enjoy things a bit that much. <laughs> Silk had just come. Oh my God, is that my age? Am I might. No, okay. that is is closed, so you know, it's yeah, okay. Yeah, let's, let's
0: just. <laughs> Silk
2: so so um, yeah. I remember they set up an appointment for me And then I went into WBS I just left Silk mm. Because I figured they owned both places So if I could leave Silk for 6am and go to the you show know, You wow. know, it showed That I was committed <laughs> to being there <laughs> So I went into addition And I remember this tall, lanky guy standing there mm. Like I think he had already been chosen mm. And, uh, you know, I asked to go to the bathroom to see if I could find some toothpaste. It had been a long night. Oh, yes. Yeah, and um, yeah, I just didn't want the people auditioning to kind of think I had no hygiene. Yeah. So I did. I went to the bathroom, and then I came back, and then they said, okay, imagine this is a show. Yeah. Right? So speak about anything about music. I just come out So, so gross <laughs> Aliyah Had just been doing Back and forth, <laughs> forth And forth And back and forth. Oh hey Now so, <laughs> <laughs> so it was easy So I was like hey, Wait Let me just replay What I've been living in Right But then I really Over enjoyed mm. I kept going And I kept going And before I realised it, it was an hour So I thought Okay These guys are going To stop me But they didn't Apparently oh. They recorded it And said They were going to use it For the first show uh, What? Yep and that's how I ended up Your audition Yes
1: <laughs> what? So for those who might remember The face was If you remember Colin was yes. on the show It was Colin a nana uh, Yeah But I think now You might not be able to put this You're like wait That's the nana <laughs> Because at the time she was much younger, and at, I okay, think you were okay, m- okay, no okay, hold Flavia, on, hold on. Younger, that's it, just, I'm just, coming just, to the you nice part. Violence. I am coming to the nice part. Right. Also, I don't believe we saw this nana.
2: No, I think that when you're young, it mm. doesn't matter how confident you are in your dream. Mm-hmm. You are still molding yourself. Yeah. And there is no real identity of you. You're just trying Mm. different things. And when I was on WBS, there would be days where I felt like it was amazing to be on that show. Then there were days where, especially when the newspapers started writing articles. That's
1: when Red Pepper was like You know, that was,
2: yes, Red Pepper was coming out. I was judged from my skin color Mm. to my voice to, and back in the day, like being that dark was not. You know, it was not a thing. And they, they highlighted that. Now, Imagine my you know that. my mother, she's light-skinned. And then they're shouting about my darkness. And, I, <laughs> I, you know, I'd gone through, like, even as a child, um, knowing I was darker than my siblings. Mm. And that was always a sore point. So when they started doing that, they say writing stories about mm. me and Colin. Remember, you're a young girl and you're being told that you are with this person yes. and that person and in this place and that place. You're... Uh, Naivety is being stripped away from you, your innocence, your belief that the world's a good place is also Mm. being taken away from you because now your parents aren't protecting you. You've put yourself out in the public to be judged and be judged harshly. Whether it be true or not. And I think we were some of the first people on T V to be dragged through the tabloids and, on and, a regular and basis. Back
1: in the day, I used to tell people that, you know, when we in WBS, believed everything. Everything written about us was believed.
2: Exactly. <laughs> it was it was uh it was the most fascinating thing to wake up and read something about yourself or hear something about yourself when you're that young. Mm. Because I think to me, um it was after I went to LA that's why I think that child stars self destruct. Yeah. And, and once you're overwhelmed by everyone's opinion by you, mm. of you, you start to find an escape route. Yeah. And for me, again, family was always... My family has always been my anchor. So I think... I remember I was crying one time. I don't even remember clearly. And my father said to me, you don't have to do it if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when I really left Jamajinda. How just, long
1: did you do it for, though?
2: I think it was one... It was one holiday, one and a half holidays. I think okay. the, last, the last bit of that holiday got absolutely nasty. Mm. Me. So it stopped being fun. I stopped enjoying going out. I stopped uh, talking a lot. Yeah. And I just thought, is this really worth it? No <laughs> doubt. So I, uh, I kind of, yeah. So yeah.
1: Um, I, when we were at WBS, I mean, like you said, we we're the first sort of most visible people yeah. in entertainment. Yes. And also people always say, ah, you know, you guys were making money. I said... First of all, it it took, eh, eh. it took us a while to remember money had to be made. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, like wait, are we allowed to? You're like, this thing, you like, wait, get
2: paid. I was like, wait, to do this. And then the irony <laughs> of it is, you had to go and commandeer your money. <laughs> wait, <laughs> you guys also went
1: through that.
2: you didn't be like, Oh my word!
1: Uh, They're hustling you, so of course you left it because. It wasn't worth it anymore. No, worth or it. of course, given that it was your first experience, I, and and now because I had never put it together, because I said, okay, they should just know she was she would be good for TV.
2: No, no, it was just it was almost an accidental walk in that became uh, something fun, mm. and then that something fun turned toxic.
1: Yeah, and but you were at uni studying
2: chemical engineering. Chemical
1: engineering, yes. which means if this hadn't stumbled, you know, back into your life, yes. were you ever going to get into the arts? again or at the time you're like let me concentrate and then (laughs) (laughs) finish daddy's uh. Uh,
2: I had to finish for daddy Mm. I know I it's it sounds awful but um everybody said how intelligent I was Mm -hmm. and then I don't know who was judging that but (laughs) everyone said I was really intelligent and then I'd gotten into uni gotten into one of the most complex engineering disciplines you could possibly be doing and I was doing well and I just didn't see I'd never wanted to disappoint my father ever But the arts is where I feel at home. Mm. I really do feel at home. I feel, you know, people say you've got to find your purpose in life. Yeah. And for some of us, it comes later. But Mm. when you do find it, suddenly money isn't even the most Mm. important thing. It's that satisfaction of your soul you get. That feeling of flying. Mm. And the arts give me that. They give me, they actually bring me peace. Because as a person, I'm also very high energy, very Mm. chaotic. But when I'm creating I find this inner level of peace and joy and excitement. Because as an adult, it's very rare that we retain (laughs) excitement. Very few things. Life strips that away from you. And I think that part, that's the Mm, part, the excitement that gets me. Because engineering, I love creating. But then there's this aspect of you have to pass it on to someone else now. Mm. Every time you. (laughs) It's not the same. Mm. <laughs>
1: it's
2: not, the same. Yeah, it's
1: not What's your second song choice?
2: My second you knew it was my second back and forth by the I I know the people I'm choosing are dead. There's a morbid fascination with it. But I'll tell you why it's mm-hmm. my favorite. See, that's the time we were wearing these tank tops. Mm. And yes, we didn't have six packs, but you know. Who you, cared? You, who cared? Mm. We were wearing boxers and drop jeans and wearing shades <laughs> and boots and feeling like, you know, you could take on the world mm. because this young girl came out of nowhere and the music had a vibe. And it wasn't like the new, oh my God, I'm not, I'm seriously going this far? <laughs> the new generation where these TikTok dances are timed. In one minute, you have to have done a hundred moves. Eh? But with back and forth, it was like slow, and I the DJ
1: think. didn't cut the song. You would actually listen to the whole oh, song. It's no <laughs> too <laughs> <laughs> if, if you
2: remember remembering those moments, DJ Tassara, Tassara, Tengane Chiro. But 3am, the music changes. You get yeah, me? Like, yeah. You knew if I did not get a man to marry me in these last years... <laughs> It's never going to happen! (laughs) But yeah, no, back and forth, go play it, play it, play it.
0: Desert Island Discs on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda.
1: Desert Island Disc. We're back. We have Nana Kaga, my guest. I mean, she is. You've probably been hearing engineering and creatives in the same, and that's rare for us to have a guest who has both of such worlds, you know. But um, we're privileged to have someone like that. And that was back and forth from the late Aliyah, and we were reminiscing how DJs were not talking. Mm. Hey, 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 halfway the song, you're like, my baby. friend. <laughs> We're like, please keep quiet. Let me, you know, sing along I d- no, to No,
2: that was the time yeah. too when CDs were just
1: coming <sighs> up. <laughs> I told someone you missed nano iPods. Yeah, I said you'll never. No,
2: no. We
1: are not
0: young
1: at all. Anyway, That's the age. I'm enjoying this. i this is the part where I actually got to hear more of your life when we were shooting Beneath the Lies. Yes. The part where you were away. Just like TV stumbled upon you, even the acting actually just Yes. rolled upon you even the modeling and when I'd hear you say those things I'd be like, no, she's lying. (laughs) I think she genuinely wanted these things but just never had a chance and I'm like, so what do you mean? Her life was just going to be, you know, just engineering, study, and just go on.
2: Yes, it's it's no, it's not really. It's it's quite funny. I um, the last um, year of uni, mm-hmm. I met someone here. He was American. Mm-hmm. That was my first husband. And I was just about to graduate uni. Mm-hmm. But I knew that coming to Uganda at that point, I didn't know who I wanted to be. Yeah, I had no idea what I wanted to be. And this is not a bad thing about this country, but you're always boxed in with conventionality. Uh, once you're done with school, you're supposed to do A, B, C, and mm-hmm. D, and it has to be a sequence. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't ready for that. Right. So when I graduated, first of all, I was ecstatic because now I could you know, mm. give that to my dad mm. as well as myself. And then I just knew that I needed a space that would allow me to explore um, the different aspects of who I was. Mm. For so you, not yeah, even now for anyone else. for anyone else. Not for anyone yeah. else. And um, Uganda wasn't set at that point. Okay. So I wrote Chad, that was his name, and I said, I'm done with uni now, but I need to go back to Uganda but I'd love to come and visit you. Mm-hmm. And I said, okay, no problem. So I fly to Albuquerque, New Mexico.
1: Oh, so you weren't in the same... You were in the UK. No, I was in the UK. He yeah. was in
2: the US. Mm. And I flew to Albuquerque, New Mexico. Long story short, we got married. Oh. <laughs> he was 19, I was 20. And uh, we got married. And Young he was, love. I know. Anyway, uh, we, we, we didn't even really have anywhere to live. Oh. We're living with his parents. You know how oblivious you are when you're young and in love? You're like, uh-uh. We shall live in, in, in your room. Mm. And we shall eat your parents' food. And we shall use your parents' <laughs> We'll be fine. Car. We'll be fine. And uh, Chad was my best friend, actually. I think without him, I wouldn't aggressively have pursued my creative side. Because wow. he used to tell me I came alive mm-hmm. when I was creating. Right. And that part of me, I think, is what he loved the most. Mm-hmm. So... We kind of lived in Albuquerque with his parents, uh, and then I got a job uh, working on U.S. military contract, uh, kind of uh, modifying my weapon. He always told me, let's make enough money and go to L.A. Mm. And I said, you know, I don't really think that's a place for me. I'm Mm -hmm. doing well. By the way, the casete was nice. Okay at the company I was working at, but I'd kept in touch with a friend of mine called Yvette, mm-hmm. who had been an exchange student at the University of Birmingham. She was American. Oh, okay. And she was now in L.A. So, I think uh, we got a, a really bad scare. My husband was diagnosed with cancer. Mm. And... Uh, said before uh, anything happens, yeah. we go to LA. So we packed up. By the way, we just packed up one day. I left my job without even resigning. <laughs> and, and he's the one seeing your dreams. He's the one
1: you know, seeing. no, one you can't
2: be a star. Dream. And he was telling me if I have to work three jobs, mm-hmm. I'm going to work three jobs. But, you need but at the time, he also would fall ill like regularly oh, yes. kind yeah. of thing. And we go to LA. We stay with Yvette, who was my mm-hmm. friend. And then, um, Ironically, Yvette wakes up one morning and says, Oh, I have an audition for mm. Pepsi, you need to come with me. Okay. And I said, Pepsi. She goes, No, no, no. The first one is for Apple. Mm-hmm. And then the second one is for Pepsi. And you're going to come with me. Mm-hmm. So but you'll sit in the in
1: that
2: waiting area. Yes. <speaking in Spanish> Latin black. Chinese this. Mm. I've never seen so many beautiful women yeah. in my life. <speaking> in <Spanish> And then, you, of course, you get a number, the, oh, your agent, blah, blah, yes. blah. I've never seen uh, anything like it. So, I was sitting in there thinking about, you know, <laughs> and then this guy walks past me, mm-hmm. a casting agent, and says, wait, mm-hmm. wait, this was the Pepsi one. He goes, wait, I love, love how black she is. Ooh, okay. She's so black. Against the blonde girl. She's so black. She's so black. We need black. So then the lighting guy comes. They're standing there staring at me and says, but I'm going to have problems lighting her. Look Mm. at her. The contrast in it. Then the wardrobe guy comes and starts talking about how I have big butt and and all that stuff. Mm. This is a human being you're
0: discussing. You're tearing your parts. I haven't
2: haven't even been into the audition room. Mm. Then he goes, okay, I'm going to the bathroom. When I come back, have her inside the room. Mm. So I go into the room. And then they ask me if I could do like if I could climb a stripper pole
1: oh okay yeah wow
2: yeah never done it before said I am a pro uh, went yeah, home and never everything down everything that I could <laughs> 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 now oh, wow now this is the funny part I did make it to the Apple ad right until I went to the Walmart now mm. I had to go to Walmart what was I buying and I mean then this guy with a Turtleneck yeah. Great turtleneck mm-hmm. Is walking down the aisle And then he looks at me Looks at me again And then starts following me like <laughs> Right around the store mm-hmm. So me being me I don't know how, Am I allowed to say this? I mm-hmm. stop and I tell him I don't do porn Because mm-hmm. I was feeling All kinds of sexy, You know Like this guy is following stop me Stop following me Watch yeah. together mm-hmm. Please mm-hmm. There's no chance mm-hmm. and Then he actually gives me a card And mm-hmm. says You go home Yep And you research that me and then if you're ready, I'll fly you to Seattle tomorrow. Okay. I go home and I give the card to my husband. Mama, Nyao. He says, This is Steve Jobs. Oh my <laughs> God. God. I was in Seattle the next day doing all those three with you two and then the iPod billboards went up with the Afro head girl.
1: There you go. Yeah.
2: So then I, in one year, I booked a Pepsi ad and as a stripper and Am allowed to You were actually... I climbed a pole. Wow. Yeah, but mm. I think they were not very impressive, mm. you know, because, mm. A, I was only in it for, like, one second. <laughs> <laughs> but I still got paid. Okay. Then I went on to do KFC, mm. Dove, but, like, you know, wow. the labels ended up in Amy Winehouse's mm. video, Lenny Kravitz. And my big break actually came on um CSI New York. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so I did CSI New York on CBS, then I did... Life on NBC. Yes, NBC. -hmm. And then, of course, I went on to BET. Yes. After BET, I had a web series. uh, And then I did a movie for Paramount Pictures called A Good Day to be Black and Sexy. Mm. And after that, I went on to do Star Trek. Wow. With uh, J.J. Abrahams, again, for Paramount. Mm -hmm. And then after Star Trek, I discovered I was pregnant. Oh, is that what
1: happened?
2: <laughs> no, me, I'm wondering diet, diet, well, liquid mm. diet. Because weird. also,
1: in that world, you must be a certain
2: exactly. If body wardrobe, like sewed something for you like that, first of all, they wear you a lot of times. Wow, they wear you to make sure that you're not you're still the right KGs. L- exactly. Oof. Now, if you're shooting something like Star Trek, that at the time was supposedly a big publicity mm-hmm. stunt. Um, for wardrobe to t- even take out a seam mm. in the side, <laughs> they would complain. Mm. And my stomach, okay, I don't have the flattest stomach, but it was just it it kept yeah. going to front. Now when I discovered I was pregnant, of course that was. Yeah. And me and pregnancy are not best friends. <laughs> I love the kids. I love them when they arrive. The journey. Uh, uh, uh. So, Nava was my firstborn. Wow. The trauma of having Nava a First world country, I mm. Uganda is a beautiful place to have children. Interesting. Um, the postpartum depression, the feeling of loneliness, the being in an apartment with a newborn, the fact that I had a c section and I had some complications because people
1: here want to run and have kids.
2: Exactly, quit her job. My little sister quit her job, she came to help me out. Mm. I couldn't deal with it anymore so I packed up Nava and we came home
1: wait that's how you returned that's how I
2: returned home with not much (laughs) 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 yes I swear I called my mom I told her mommy I'm coming home she thought I was joking like me coming home and I came home and I remember the first thing I wanted to do was sleep Mm. because I'd been so sleep deprived Mm. And they took Nava and I didn't even know when she she was bathed all the time and fed and Mm. stuff like that. And being here made me realize one thing. At the time, uh, you know, media had started to change. Yeah. You guys were personalities. Mm. Like, mm. The word we'll celebrity was being thrown around.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know there was like those. Uh, DSTV had just come in. Yep. It was this thing that yeah. you know the Nigerian Uganda movies, had changed. Yeah. Uganda had changed, and I could see what I could be if I Good. just decided to stay home. And I remember telling my father, "I'm staying home." Everyone thought uh So as collateral, I left them never. Mm. Mm, that's because I'm a business woman. Yeah. <laughs> so I left her here, flew back, told Meme, we're going home. Yeah. And she said, okay. I know, my sister always believes in the things I do. And I yeah. remember we went and had sushi and we packed up everything in 10 bags, suitcases. Okay. We left the U.S. with 10 suitcases. That's what we returned home with.
1: That was your life.
2: Yes, and that actually puts into perspective the dream of the, the American dream. Mm. Because you come home and all you've got is family mm. and the few things you can carry because it is a home. And then here you realize that you matter yeah. because everyone I say talking to about film and media mm. would listen yeah. in Hollywood you're nobody you're number 700 and something <laughs> 7 million and you're just mm. another so it was it was a fascinating journey but then I am here and the Ugandan oil industry is also starting to develop yes <laughs> so I am crafting beneath the lights so I'm typing while mm. my daughter's asleep and then my mother gets a call from uh, my uncle Ellie Karahanga mm-hmm. and he says we're looking for Ugandan and that could possibly have done chemical engineering, yes. blah blah blah. what I it. chemical engineering. They give me an interview. Now this mm-hmm. is a funny thing. I forgot mm-hmm. one movie. I did. She's just not that into Jennifer Aniston. Yes. So I walk in to Tallow Oil, and the, the interview at the time was a gentleman called Hans Myers mm. and he had just flown BA and watched the movie yeah, in flight death, and then. <laughs> I walk in. Guy thought I was a joke. He actually thought I was a joke, like I was playing a prank of sorts yeah. or something. But I think I a degree in Karina. We take gera. We take gera. Ah! Neva
1: Because how is someone leaving Hollywood to come work for Talo? Oh no, like,
2: eh, na that chick? Did you watch? This? Yeah, okay. So, and the thing about it is, I think I needed. Uh, to be in the in that space at the time right. because the oil industry was emerging. It was during its exploration phase. Yes. Um, you know it was unconventional. Mm. Being part of it, most of the time was spent in a container in <laughs> in the wildlife, yeah. uh, looking at pressures and temperatures. But what it gave me was a chance to write right. and create. Mm. I'd be out there in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> So you're writing, you're creating, and things are piling up, and then you've got a bit of money. Yeah. So Beneath the Lines was ready for...
1: Your dream can come alive. It can, yeah. It can, can come alive, yeah.
2: really come alive. And after being here for a bit, mm-hmm. I was transferred to South Africa, then from South Africa to the UK. Right. And that is when I really completed BTL. I wrote the 13th episode. Wow, yeah, it took the time. Yeah, and then um, life is funny, very funny. I lost my co Anthony, who we did production technology with we were the only two production technologists that were working on uganda at the time Mm -hmm. and he went to kenya and then he didn't wake up oh no when you sit with someone in an office Mm. and their cup remains there the computer remains there their files i just went to hr i said i want to go home i just can't Mm -hmm. deal so they moved me back and Beneath the lies then started to make sense. What a life. (laughs) What what a life. But even during that time, I forget to mention, um, Chad and I had separated. Mm. And uh, when I moved back with Nava, his cancer just, I think he got malaria. He went to Ghana to work on a photography assignment, Mm. got malaria and died. So Mm. now I had to go back and bring his ashes home. Wow. And. Put him on Lake Victoria Because that's what he wanted mm. So It was Too much of a blow For me to lose My ex-husband Then lose my coworker, mm. And still maintain uh, That mental strength For my mm. daughter So I came home And yeah, then I met my ex-husband. Do
1: we do have do do time do do. for that story? <laughs> <laughs> this is where they say... Do 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 do. <laughs> Let's go to song number three before we
2: we <laughs> unleash. Okay, now listen here. My third song is Namagembe by Madok mm. Samatima.
1: Mm. It's a hit song. Isn't it? It's timeless. You know time-less. It's a hit song, that's a
2: It's a hit. <laughs> because I think, for me, it epitomizes what... African love should be. <laughs> don't, don't, don't,
1: <laughs> don't, don't, <laughs> yeah. And especially because I mean you're a Muganda, but you know for, for, for us on the other side, like it's like and someone telling you, There's a don't 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 like hmm? <laughs> It's got to be Mbaba Z, you know. Namahewa. Uh, <laughs> uh, Namara. Hey, 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 yeah. Hey, it's sm- so, so even when somebody is, is singing about a beautiful girl and all of his nice... And says Namahembe, you're like... I don't know what I'm
2: saying, but I know what I'm saying, but I don't know what I'm saying. Are you
1: trusting? Namahembe Oliwa.
3: The greatest among ya Bantu, we muta baka no burungi, angaba wala na we baba baji. Neva valume sawo mukwano. Youkira ri, we twali fembi, na batu lava, ba lava ri, uro fetu sachi mo. But in i yeah, cool.
0: Island Discs with Flavia on Capital FM. Fresh hits for Uganda.